Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. The reason why that really resonated with me is kind of what we're talking about. We are doing the hard work right now that will make our next year look a lot different than what we what it looks like right now. But it requires the mental work. Hey, welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, I made the decision to switch my plan from green to blue, which brought us into a conversation about making changes to get us towards the life we want and honestly assessing what's holding us back from getting to that life. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello and good morning. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. So every week we uh, discuss our weeks, how our weeks went on on the WW plan. We kind of launch into a little topic that's one of us is uh, feeling that happened during the week and then we wrap it up with some goals. So if you are brand new here, we invite you to join in and uh, share maybe what your goals are for the coming week and share with us too. Uh, all right. So I went, I went first last week. Whose week is it to go this week? Ricky. <laughs> I'm the order queen. I remember. <laughs> All right. I'll go. Um, my week was good. I, I feel like I made a lot of choices, um, more choices than not to say no to things or to say, like, I'm going to stop here um, versus eating all of something. Um, I did not use all my weeklies for the first time in a very long time. And significantly, like, it wasn't that there were two or three left. I had 20, 21 left going into Monday. Amazing. And I was down 3.6 this week. So I'm just incredibly happy. Um, I think that made a huge difference with going into the week and still having those times where it's like, oh, I have a staff lunch. Oh, someone asked me out to lunch. We can, I can do those things. And I have a little more wiggle room because I have those points left. Bravo. Bravo. I was going to ask where the Bravo star was, but it doesn't look like Aaron's prepared. But that's okay. I've got, I've got my hold on. You've got Bravo. that. I've got Bravo hydrangeas. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. <laughs> that. Congratulations. That's major to leave the weekend with weeklies. Yeah. That 
I know that's been a big challenge for you. So. Mm-hmm. And it motivates me because it's another weekend to do the same thing. Um, so, you know, not depriving myself and saying, no, I can't use any of them or I can't, you know, have this or that when the opportunity comes up, but I'm going to have a limit, kind of like you talk about boundaries, Candice. I think that was really helpful. Did it feel more strategic? Because I know that was a challenge all three of us were going to take this week mm-hmm. about going into the week, having used only half the uh, the weekly points. Did it, it felt more strategic for me in my choices. Did that feel that way for you too, Ricky? Yeah, absolutely. And then I we had a staff end of year lunch. So I knew that was going to be, at first I thought it was Wednesday, but there were two lunches this week, one on Wednesday and one on Friday. And I pre-tracked the one that I thought was on Wednesday that ended up being on Friday. And that really helped. Um, so I, I knew that was allotted. I knew that that was there, but then I still had some wiggle room with other things, which I think helped with the other luncheon that I didn't realize we had. So, yeah. Yay. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right, Candice. Uh, I, well, I, I joined Ricky and you as well with the challenge over the weekend. My goal was to make it through the weekend without using all of my weeklies. And I did the same thing. I ended exactly with half on Monday. So I was very, very proud of that, but I was probably more proud of a lot of my mental work this week. There were a lot of different times throughout the week where I went to a birthday party on Sunday and there were frosted sugar cookies Mm. that were in the shape of animals and cute baby names that normally I would hide and eat um, quickly in one sitting. And I made a strategic decision to not do behaviors that I have done so much in the past. And I confronted them and I made a decision to put them on the kitchen counter Tell my husband, I split some with my husband and they made it the entire week in the house. I don't even care what the scale says. That to me is so much mental work for someone who loves sugar cookies, for me to not hide them and to share them with my husband, like willingly. Like, like, what did David do when you said you were going to share a cookie with him? Did he think it was a test? Like, if you've ever seen people in those memes who look really confused, I was like, hello. And I did the robotic voice. I was like, hello, husband. I would like to share this cookie with you. And he was like, well, I don't want any now, but okay. Thank you. (laughs) But I, you know, he understood that that was major for me. And could we, could I just back that up? Because I don't know that I have ever said, and I think this could be the difference between someone who struggles with weight and doesn't struggle with weight. I don't want one right now. Like anytime somebody's ever offered me a cookie, I eat it right away. I never say I don't want it right now. Yeah. Insert eye roll. Like, you know, when he said it, I was like, this is a soft frosted cover sugar cookie. It's like I offered you a million dollars and darn it. If you're like, eh. It's okay. No, thanks. But yeah, I don't understand if it was those hard ones that are just pretty. These are the soft, soft ones, like homemade, frosted with love. And I gave you half. So I, of course, was willing to eat the other half since he didn't really want it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was so nice. Of it was the thought that counted. So but I was really so, proud of my week. Yeah, Candace, that's so awesome because even the fact that you you uh, right. We've talked about the hiding. You put it on the counter where it was in plain view. Yes. So that even just increased the accountability because that opened it up for David to be able to say, Hey, where'd those cookies go? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I'll just say the last thing I'll tell you about it is hiding is my is a challenge that I've had and that started in childhood. And so I have been very, very strategic this week, especially to confront any time I wanted to hide from feedback, hide from my tracker, hide from the scale, hide from judgment from others. And I think that this work, it's really been placed in my heart that this is the this is the thing that's going to change the journey for me is really confronting anytime I want to hide. So, but thank you guys for the challenge and the support. Yay. What about you, Erin? I took on the challenge same and walked into the week with uh, half of my weeklies still in the bank, which was great. I have not gotten on the scale. um, So I do not know how that looks right now. Um, But I'm okay with that because like I said, I've had a lot of the the weird ups and downs that don't make sense, even though I've been tracking. And so I'm just going to keep plugging through doing good stuff. And I'm going to just listen to how my clothes feel. I did make a change in the middle of the week though, that I set you guys. And I do want to talk about it because I'm still a little unsure, but I'm switched from the green plan to the blue plan. And I switched because I was feeling, I was feeling really constricted and I don't know how, but I was like, I keep running out of points on green. And it was frustrating to eat salmon. It was frustrating to eat chicken and frustrate, you know, like, and I'm out of points and I'm watching others tell us that they don't use any of their weeklies. And I don't feel like I've got too few points on this play. And I've got 30, I had 34, 34 on the green plan. And for some reason I am consistently running out of points and I'm, not feeling satisfied. So I decided to switch to blue and I did that for two days, those Thursday and Friday. Um, And the weird thing was on the blue plan for the first day, I had a bank, I get 26 on the blue plan. I had a bank of like 10 points at the end of the first day, which I was like, how is this possible? Which then scared me because I'm like, this is everything I would eat on green and maybe a little bit more. Cause I actually felt satisfied that day. And, um, but then yesterday, the weird thing was on Friday nights, we have, you know, you guys will laugh at this. It's my brother. He's 38, but this is our thing. He comes over Friday nights and we have chicken nuggets and French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I love it. Right. Yes. So the chicken nuggets, French fries on the blue plan with some Chick-fil-A sauce put me at 27 points just for the dinner. But on the green plan, I was eating that and still had room left over to go eat more. So I'm not quite sure how things are equaling out on the plans. And I'm going to give more time. I mean, I've, I have lost weight on both the green plan and the blue plan, right? Because the green plan used to be the, Kenneth, what was it? It was a points plus. Green was, uh, yes. That's points plus. Yeah. And, and the blue was, was, was blue. Okay. So I've lost weight, significant weight on both. I just don't know what's happening. And I don't know if my thyroid's out of whack, who knows? So that's the plan right now. I'm going to follow blue for a while. I already noticed that I've increased my zero point food options, Mm -hmm. which is good. So more health. We'll see. And that's the story of me this week. You know, I'd be interested, Erin, when you said that you ran out of points with the blue and you didn't with the green, if you had the same breakfast and lunch and just to see what the, because I know that even sometimes the diff, smallest differences, you know, make difference with, I would just, I'd, I'd be interested to know 
what mm-hmm. an actual day yeah. that is the exact same day on one plan versus the other is. You're right. Okay. So what I have to do is I'll have to send you guys my full plan and then let one of you put it in your tracker to count up the points mm-hmm. and see what it would come out okay. to. Cause I yeah. want to experiment now. I'm like fully in like inspector you know, gadget. <laughs> yes. 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 It's funny though, being, you know, we we're all WW veterans or long, long-term offenders. I don't know. However you want to describe it, but I remember the purple plan, which what is called purple plan now core. Yeah. And it's, you know, what, whatever year that was uh, when it was created, I remember that being one of the more challenging things for me. And I find that, you know, and Aaron, you might find this too. You know, you do a, a lot more vegetables and zero point things than me, but one of my reasons why I stuck to green is because it gives you the flexibility to say, okay, you want to like have these things that don't have zero points, then you need to track them. You need to be accountable. And I think that's, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking like at some point, you know, whether it's when I get to maintenance or whenever I think I probably should switch to something like blue, because we all talk about not wanting to to do this forever. And we know this is going to be a forever thing, but like, I think that's a way of having a little more autonomy from it saying, you know, Hey, you don't have to track these things. There's zero points, but you do have to track these things that are a little bit point heavier or any points. It's so funny. The reason I chose green is just because it was the most points. I was like, look, (laughs) what number is the highest green? I'm going to do that because I want to see, even though intellectually things cost more points, in my mind, I'm like, you're not going to take away my points because it goes down <laughs> like 10 points when you get when you switch to blue. When you're like, I'm starving already and I haven't even eaten anything. <laughs> and then purple, you get like two points and then everything else is like zero. And you're like, but I know that things are, I never, you know, I never did core ever because okay. they always had the other option. Yes. I remember they didn't force it was never it. just the program. You right. always had the option to do core. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I didn't. Do you guys remember like, I don't know, it's probably about four years or so ago, they actually ran through and they were trying to push people so they could experience the programs. Like everybody just try it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did it for the two weeks and thought, okay, well, this is kind of cool. But I knew for me that it wasn't the right thing. And it's just because, but I mean, I think like sweet potatoes are zero on it. Brown rice is zero on it. Um, What else? There's some other ones that are, uh, was it popcorn? Like it has more, but you're really like, it's stripping back to where it's just the fruit, just the vegetable, just the, just the grains, et cetera. Um, And I think you have to be in a place where you're able to, feel that satisfaction and that like hu- that hunger is gone. Um, like, and I think that's the challenging thing. If you're not in a place where you can stop when you're fu- like full or satisfied versus waiting until you're really, really stuffed, then the pro that plan is not going to work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, that's, I think that's why I probably landed back at blue because blue was enough of a hybrid between yeah. the two. I think my biggest the issue, because I was on blue for a good bit, that's where I lost the majority of my weight, was on freestyle. But my challenge is, I don't like that I have to count chicken breast. I think that's just, who counts chicken breast? Because who overeats chicken breast? Which is why I should embrace blue. But but then I lose 10 points. So. <laughs> 
I can't make it work. <laughs> I can't you know what's interesting, guys? So we've all, again, we've all been in this plan for a while. I put a poll on Instagram the other day, and I want to pull it up because it was interesting to see. I asked how many people um, were, you know, not serial, but like people who'd been on the program a lot or that they'd done it multiple times versus um, it's their first time. 85% of people who answered said that they had done Weight Watchers multiple times. So I think there's probably a lot of people who can relate to us having tried a lot of ver- variations of these programs, but we stick with it because mm-hmm. we, we've had that success. We just need to relearn. And, and I'd be interested to see going back to a conversation we had a few weeks ago, are those people who are doing it for the first time seeing success and then moving on or are they those people that you're like hey you um you joined you did it now you like you kept your weight off you didn't need to do it again so I'd be interested to see those kind of statistics about um people who've stayed for a while and done it multiple times versus people who are just starting out I think what's interesting so all of us have pretty much committed and never left the program, but we've, we've committed to paying every month, but we haven't followed the program each time. And so like, if, if I was to add up the times that I've come and gone, right. Stopped and started, I'm probably up around five or six times. I would, Mm -hmm. I would guess like mentally where I've been in it and been out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably the same for me Mm -hmm. in, in various variations. Um, but I think that that goes back to our conversation, what a few weeks ago about, I've very been very committed to Candace's way of WW. I mean, I am almost batting a hundred for that. Uh, the Weight Watchers way, whether whatever the program name was, because we know every December they roll out a new one and they give it a new name and they have the commercial with the person who's high five in. And you know that we're all like, let's get to December and see what it is going to be this time. And it's usually not a huge change. It's just a different name. Just enough to get people angry in the meeting room. Yes. (laughs) And they'll, they'll change all the material and people are like, well, what happened to my tracker? You know, And then they take away Bravo stars. But anyway, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> we'll never get over that. Which is why we've brought the Bravo star back. We brought it back. Come to our Facebook group. And every week we will have a Bravo star Wednesday or Thursday. And you will be able to celebrate. Okay. Because yes. that was the biggest mistake they made. Take away Bravo stars. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, if you don't know what the Bravo star is, it was just a gold sticker that they gave you at the beginning of mm-hmm. the um at the meeting for sharing a non-scale victory. Mm-hmm. You, could go to the, you could go to the dollar store and buy your own. Right. Like, something about WW telling you, yeah. here you go. Good job. Yes. And maybe you raise, raise their hands hand and say, hey, I I came here today. And everybody yeah. was like, oh, good yeah. job. Well, I was the queen of finding reasons. I was like, <laughs> I just want to let you know that I woke up and I put on shoes. Give me a Bravo Don't star. <laughs> You know, I don't see the, uh, which I know sometimes people can, I've seen it happen in the meeting room and I will own to feeling this sometimes when you hear somebody has done this program multiple times, right? Stop and start. I don't think that it's a bad thing. Um, and like, I'd love to be able to pull a little bit of the shame off of that because to me, anytime that you, you restart the program, it's a, you're showing commitment this is not an easy thing, right? This is, I mean, I would even, I'd even put it in the addiction category, 
right? This is something that we're constantly, and Candace, I know that you've got experience with this through your work. We're constantly trying to overcome this thing. And stopping and starting to me is not really that big of an issue. It's when you stop and you completely stop. But every time that you start, you're showing that I'm that you're worth fighting for and that you're willing to conquer this thing and you're going to try again. And that's such a mental hurdle. And I think it, it, we feel like failures because we have to start again. If we could take that mental failure part off and go, nope, I'm strong because I'm not giving up. I think it's yeah. just two ways to look at it. Well, what you said, Aaron, is very, very true because I do work in the field of addiction. And one of the things that we try to kind of get into our veterans' heads is veterans who struggle is whenever they do have a relapse, we have to start their phase over and they get so upset and, oh my goodness, and you're punishing me. It's like, no, no, no. You need more time to be able to embrace this habit and to make this a true part of your lifestyle. It's not about punishment. It's not about, I can't believe that you went back to using this substance. It's about the fact that one, you acknowledged it, you showed up, and now we have more time to kind of give you the resources that you need. So removing that guilt and shame, and it's always said in addiction, we expect that you're going to fall. We expect that you're going to sometimes go back to use. It's just a part of the process. And I wonder if we gave ourselves that grace with our our food journey of it's expected that you're going to gain or you're going to go back to those addictive food behaviors. Mm -hmm. It's more how we confront it and quickly kind of turn the tide. Um, Because, you know, I think that we take sometimes too long to recover from it because we add so much guilt and shame to it. Mm -hmm. I love what you just said there is we need more time to embrace the habit. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of running from it, instead of saying, you know, and for me, I, you know, I was a serial person who would run from the feedback. That's why I would start different names and run from different meetings. It's because I wanted, I was chasing perfection. And so whenever I wasn't perfect, I ran, I ran from that feedback. I ran from what I thought was judgment about how my journey was going when really no one's judging. Like you said, Aaron, the beauty is they have new member orientation meetings. Even right now on your app, you can join every week and learn about how to do the program. No one's ever judged you, but we judge ourselves. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I think you guys are right. I think we need to take the shame out of it. And also, I like how you're saying we need to give grace, just like we give grace to someone else who fell in, in their area of, uh, of addiction or their area of problem. Um, because like the, the important thing is, like you guys are saying, you came back. Like You didn't just give up and say, I'm not going to try anymore. And I think there's learning that happens when you come back. Like It's not like I've come back each time and like done it the exact same way. Am am I perfect now? No, but I think I've learned 
I can't do this by myself. I need these supports. And when I'm doing it, even though it's taking a long time, I am more successful. I have the accountability. And again, like it's a huge deal to say, I didn't just completely give up. I came back to it. I'm still fighting. And I think that goes to a quote. I posted a quote um, this week. For those of us on the uh, watching on YouTube and Facebook, let me pull it up real quick. And so the quote said, your life right now is a result of what you have done in previous years, which is factual. And then it says your life in a year will be the result of what you do right now. Act accordingly. And Benjamin Aldi's is a Peloton instructor. And when he posted this, the reason why that really resonated with me is kind of what we're talking about. We are doing the hard work right now that will make our next year look a lot different than what we what it looks like right now. But it requires, I thought it required, let me get on the bike more. Let me do this. It's the mental work. It's what am I running from? For me, what am I hiding from? How am I confronting those addictive behaviors? And if we were really okay with focusing on that, because the food stuff really, I don't want to say it's easy and the exercise is easy, but everybody knows, you know, that you should stay within your points and you know that you should exercise. But if you don't do the mental work, then you stay where I am right now. This where I am right now is a result of being afraid to do the mental work, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. and trying to make it all about the food and the exercise when really I hadn't changed here. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys. What what would you say is your contributing factor to where you currently are? Oh, gosh, you asked that question. Uh, laziness. Hmm. I, well, I would say it's a combination of two things, actually depression and laziness. I've been depressed this past year. I have had two, two years, two years solid of extreme changes. Um, and that I haven't had the mental capacity to think about anything else. I think there are times when we go through, in the journey of, um, I can be a hundred percent focused. My best times that I have, that I've lost weight is because I've been 100% focused on losing weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the past two years, I've not been a hundred percent focused on losing weight. Um, I have undergone very significant changes in my job and I just underwent another very significant change in my job. And that has taken up a lot of mental space for me and worrying about what I'm eating and how I'm exercising. There hasn't been any bandwidth for it. It's literally just been, um, surviving underneath of the changes. Uh, I'm not going to cry. So I've spent too much time doing that. I'm finally starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and so I'm, I think I'm finally starting to feel a little bit more energized, but here's the thing. I mean, all along with it too, is an unwillingness to, uh, I don't want to give up on myself when it comes to the exercise and the food. And I think that's why it's felt like such a battle for me is because I've been slogging through it because I'm not going to give up on myself and I don't want to return to where I was, but I'm, I'm mentally and emotionally, I have been mentally and emotionally exhausted and I feel like I'm finally uh, starting to come up, uh, out of it. 
I think a lot of people can relate to that. And not just because of COVID. I mean, I think it's it's been, but COVID especially is probably, that probably resonated with a lot of people. I know it did yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got four months into a brand new job that I left another job that I left for. And then suddenly my job no longer exists under mm-hmm. COVID. And mm-hmm. so I've got all of the turmoil of, am I going to lose my job because I'm no longer needed during COVID? How long is right? Like things I shouldn't have been worried about, but I was worried about. But if that just kind of helps even share some of the mental, you know, piece of what was happening in my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, and then, you know, the other general COVID stuff on top of it and isolation and well, I'm so jealous of the people who manage to have their best life and yes. <laughs> like get fit and fierce. And I'm over here like like a lump. No. <laughs> you don't worry. I, I I had to do it with a with having a baby. So not to compare horror stories, but it's more like I under I can identify with the maybe like depression, sadness, and just dealing with changes in life yeah. during a time that everything was uncertain. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody had something happen in 2020. Ooh. Mine started about, uh, well, literally two years ago this month. So I came into COVID already worn and weary. And then it's like COVID just piled it on top. Yeah, Cause I remember our conversation, our parking lot conversation, and you were expressing, you know, and this is pre COVID, you know, you're yeah. expressing some of this frustration then. Yeah. So, so yeah, so mine is mine truly has been, I, I fully believe mine's been depression yeah, uh, as well as just not caring really. And I feel like I'm finally at the place now where, you know, over the past, what, four months, five months or so where I'm like, I'm in the caring phase and I'm starting to now focus back on myself and my, my weight journey. So, and what changed for you then about four or five months ago? Um, some of it was, some of it was mental and then some of it were, uh, conversations were happening that needed to happen to get things moving forward. Basically I stopped, I started to get unstuck in a, in a particular area. And that gave me mm, always, always, this is the thing with depression. Uh, I started getting a little bit of hope. Mm. I got a little hope that some things mm. would change. Um, and so hope, man, hope is such a determining factor in how we live. Because if we don't live with hope and we don't feel hope, then what's the point? Mm, yep. And all, we all need someone just to give us a little bit of hope. That's why I'm so big on making people feel, trying to make people feel seen and valued and loved yep. because that is, that's just one of the biggest signs of hope to somebody. And if I can do that, that's just a little encouragement that they need to just tick on one more day. Yeah, they talk about that when in people who are suicidal or who struggle with that, it's really the absence of hope or absence mm-hmm. that it's not sometimes even the the issue that they're dealing with. It's just they, they, there's an absence of hope. Yep. So I'm glad that you were you said that, Aaron, and I'm glad to see that you're on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah. I would I slowly but surely not 100. percent Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm not on the other side of it yet. I mean, yeah. I'm getting I'm I'm cro- I'm beginning to cross the road. Let's right. put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, but there's uh, progress from where you were four or sure. five months ago. 
And that should be acknowledged. And if I had a Bravo star, I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. I'll hold up the Bravo. (laughs) Those are so pretty. I love it. These are hydrangeas from my garden. And I've been waiting for this for a very long time to have a hydrangea producing plant. Oh my goodness. It's beautiful. (laughs) Feel free to come over to my house and plant them because all all of my flowers die. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I need to do some gardening. That's okay. That's another topic. <laughs> all right. Now that I've sucked up all the room with me, go for it, Ricky. <laughs> Your turn on the hot seat. You did not suck up all the room. Thank you for sharing that, Erin. Um, I'd say for me, my biggest struggle um, is fear and self-worth. I mm. think um, self-worth, we had that whole conversation about that. I still think I have more days than not where I don't feel worthy. Mm. Um, And the fear ties into that with thinking, you know, all the things that my goals, my personal goals, relationship goals. What if I lose the target amount of weight and I still haven't changed? And I think that goes back to my self-worth shouldn't be tied to my weight, but I had a conversation in a group text with some of my, my friends and we were saying the same thing. We're, we're, you know, it's, it's challenging. Like, like speaking about dating in particular, um, it seems just challenging to, as a heavier person to date. And I think I already put that in my mind, like I, that I am not going to be accepted. So I kind of distanced myself and put up a wall before anyone's even told me, you're too big. But then I have a friend who's smaller than me who said that someone told her she was too big when she was on a date. Like, sorry, I'm not going to date you. So for me, that was affirmation. It didn't happen to me, but it was affirmation that I should keep this wall up that nobody's told me I need to put up, but I put up to protect myself. Because um, if they'll say that to a smaller person, why wouldn't they say that to a larger person? Exactly. So that makes I a feeling prophecy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a story. I, I go back to what you I think it's Brene Brown who who writes about that. Like it's a story I've told myself that I won't be loved, that I won't be accepted, that I can work really hard and lose over a hundred pounds and still not be loved or still not be worthy. And it's a lie. I, I'm, but I need to tell myself and believe it, not just tell myself, but believe it truly in, in my heart. And I'm still working on that. And I think I would work 10 times harder than I do now at saying no to the things I need to, to those comfort foods that give me comfort right now, if I felt worthy. And I think it's, you know, another piece to that, Ricky, that I thought was a good thing that you brought up your friend who had the struggle because mm-hmm. we're so smart, right? We're so smart and we will find things that validate what we want to believe. So mm-hmm. now that was an easy one because she shared it, yeah. but even if she hadn't shared that, you would look at, my therapist used to say this all the time. She was like, you are so smart. You know how to find anything to validate what you want to believe. (laughs) But if I ask you to find something to invalidate it, like Mm -hmm. find the person who might be heavier, who's in a beautiful relationship Mm -hmm. and doing wonderfully, you're like, you'll give me some reason why that, yeah, but that (laughs) person doesn't have this or that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. all the time. You know, so maybe I, I, what I love and what I hope for you and for all of us is that we use that energy to maybe find something that uplifts and to to try to find those examples Mm -hmm. that prove our worth and find those things that prove the point that you are worthy, you know, because Mm -hmm. I, I, so I, I did it. 
I get it. I get it. It's hard though. Cause you're so used to looking for the negative. Yeah. Cause yeah. what, what we look for, we will find. Mm. You'll find it. Yeah. yeah. That's why they say, be careful. <laughs> be careful what you're trying to, trying to prove because you'll prove it. Yeah. And the other one is um, whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you can't, you're right. Right. And um, I need to have that mantra up somewhere and in my head too. It -hmm. sounds so hokey, but it's so true. (laughs) And when you see it, you're like, I know, but, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's hard to be on to really embrace that there's truth in what you, what you constantly feed your brain. There mm-hmm. is. And I think, I know Ricky, what you said, like, I've got to start believing it. Yeah. And I think that telling yourself it is the first, is really the first step because the more that you keep telling yourself something, you will start to believe it mm-hmm. at some point. So maybe if the belief hasn't come yet, that you keep telling yourself it because it will, it will follow. I mean, we already know it. Yeah. I mean, I put you out there in front of a string of men if I was allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick up a charge, Aaron. Here's what it is. I'm going to go into my own service. Why? I don't know. I'm single. Why would you trust me? But I can believe the best for you. And I have all the hope in the world for that. Thanks. I appreciate the confidence. Ooh, ladies. Okay. We got to set some goals for this coming week. Did Candace talk? I did. Candace mm-hmm. went first. She's the one who opened the whole thing and asked us to. Of course. Yes. I just didn't ask her. Oh, you know what? That's emotions. true. I guess I asked and I didn't share. Yeah, I didn't think. Oh, you. we'll do it. Okay. I know we don't have a lot of time. Um, don't let time, time is an abstract. Go time is an abstract. Thing. <laughs> um, but I, I think I forgot what the question was. And that's horrible because I asked it. What What's holding you back? Yeah. Oh, I think probably I'm going to steal Ricky's. I think it's the self-worth and what I tell myself. And I think that I have acted for so long as somebody who feels unworthy and it's manifested in different ways and how I present myself. I was thinking about the fact that I wanted to buy a swimsuit. You know, we're coming up into bathing suit season. And I was like, you don't really deserve a new bathing suit because you're bigger Mm -hmm. and you need to be the one that wears the cover up. And, you know, I I was thinking... It sounds crazy, but in my mind, I don't deserve to have nice things. I don't deserve Mm -hmm. to buy the outfit. And I got over myself and bought a bathing suit. And I I bought it in a size (laughs) that is the size I am now. And I've had to work hard. That's why I said to Ricky, it doesn't matter that I feel that I look huge or whatever in the bathing suit. The point is that I am worthy right now. So I have to focus on combating that negative talk mm-hmm. because that's what's got me here right now is that I just am negative. Mm-hmm. So I wish that I can. So here's my thing is confidence is not a problem. I feel like if I'm going to wear a pair of pants, if that dagger on that pair of pants better fit me, I'm going to look good in it and I'm going to own it while I walk in it. Right. Mm-hmm. I wish I can infuse you guys with that. Yeah, please. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you could infuse me. Um, because like I now I'm just the lazy, a part of the application. And I wish I could take from you guys, like yeah. your drive on all of it. And it, like balance me out on that. <laughs> yeah. Confidence has never been a thing that I would say if somebody said, are you, con-? they would never use confidence as a descriptor of Candace. I never mm-hmm. have been confident in how I present myself and in, in, in me. And that comes from, uh, 
therapy, things, yeah, childhood. But I just feel that that is going to be necessary for me to combat in order to get to mm-hmm. next year feeling different. I have to believe I'm worth it. I have to have that confidence. I will say this past year, I have felt my confidence completely shot. You guys have been super helpful in rebuilding mm-hmm. my confidence. Um, Same. So I really appreciate that about yeah. you because you know how I've been, you know, what this has been for me. Uh, but yeah, like I would love, I don't know. I just feel like all of us, each of us, you know, Candace, Ricky, you and me, there's so much that we have to offer the world. And there's so much that we already do offer the world. Right. That to not, to not own it and uh, go do more of it is almost a disservice Yeah, from the people that could benefit. And that's not to, that's not to, you know, this, and this, this is for anybody. This is for anybody, not just the three of us. This is anybody like who you are and what you bring to the table all of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that nobody else can bring because of how you are created, who you are. And the world misses out when you don't show up as your full self yeah. to do something. And if if this is what I keep telling myself, like if a donut or a piece of pizza is going to be the thing that's keeping me from being able to go do more of the good things that I can do, that's a problem. And I need to, I need to conquer that. That's just ridiculous. And I had to leave. I I think this might be a good way to, to, to kind of transition too, because there was a quote that uh, was done by Anne Lamott and I'm a lover of quotes and it resonated with me back in 2018. It's always something from years ago that I wrote or that I shared, but it said, oh my goodness, what if you wake up someday and you're 65 or 75 and you never got your memoir novel written or you didn't go swimming in warm pools and oceans all those years because your thighs were jiggly and you had a nice, big, comfortable tummy and you were just so strung out on perfectionism and people pleasing that you forgot to have a big, juicy, creative life of imagination and radical silliness and staring off into space like you were when, when you were a kid. It's going to break your heart. Don't let this happen. Mm. Something about that always stuck with me. You're going to get to the life is not, you're not promised tomorrow, but if you spent your whole life, me, Candace worried to wear the bathing suit because my thighs jiggle and because I have a big comfortable belly, you're going to miss out. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we should let that happen, but it ties back. We deserve for it not to happen. Mm -hmm. Fully agreeing. So the goals, as we think about moving forward and who we want to be this time next year, the goals that we make today to help get us there. Yeah. What's the baby step? What do you want to set as a goal for this coming week? I want to buy a new outfit. I want to buy a new outfit. And I did that before I bought the bathing suit. But and and but I want to buy an outfit uh, and post it for everybody to see in a size that makes me feel good in the size that I am. Because sometimes we punish ourselves with sizes that sizes that we aren't and using it as goals. But mm-hmm. in the size the size that I am right now, mm-hmm. and post it and be proud. The size that accentuates you and makes you look amazing because nobody knows what the tag says. Mm-hmm. 
And don't we think they do? We think it's like right. plastered, you know. I love that. That's a great goal, Candace. <laughs> All right. We're going to look for that picture this week then. Yeah. There right? you go. Pressure, right? Okay. In the Real WW Talk Facebook group? Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. Instagram. I'll even post it on Instagram. <gasps> look at you. Yeah. I love just it. Make sure I do it. What about you guys? <laughs> um, I guess I'll go next. I um I would like to um because it takes a few weeks or you know, maybe six weeks to build a pattern, I'd like to continue reinforcing what I did this week with my weeklies. So I'm gonna have another week of um going into Monday with my 21 weeklies left. Um so only using 21 of those. That's my goal. <laughs> I, Ricky, I'm going to join you in that because I am so intrigued by the people who took the poll on Instagram who don't use their weeklies mm-hmm. over the weekend. Like that, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm so fascinated by that. So I'm going to aim to use as few weeklies as possible going into the week, but I will give myself up to half of them. Okay. And, and then I'll just add that too. And I'm going to send my tracker to you guys at some point and have you compare a blue day for me versus a green day for me awesome. to see what that looks like. Cause now, like you said, Candace, at the beginning, I'm inspector gadgeting this thing. I need yeah. to know. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> well, I'm going to add that too, as, as my WW goal, the, okay. the clothes will be like the confidence goal. Cause I really liked having the weeklies as well. Both of those are WW goals. Yeah, I consider true. one a non-scale victory. Both of them are non-scale victory goals. So I think that's the, both of them are acceptable. Both of them get Bravo stars. That's all that matters. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us. Thank you as always for joining us on Real WW Talk, listening into, you know, our struggles, joys, and triumphs each week. And we'd love to hear about yours. You can join us in the Real WW Talk Facebook group and just search the word uh, Real WW Talk to find us. We're also on Instagram and YouTube. And if you're watching us there, we have a podcast so you can pop us in your pocket and take us with you out on a walk if you want to earn some fit points. So as always, you can find us everywhere on Real WW Talk. And we hope you have a great week. Yes. Bye. Bye.